Welcome back again to the Organic Football Podcast. Brad's finishing up his initiation dab. Yo, yo, we'll yo. get rolling here. Well, since you had a dab, I, I need my head. Usually Mark's here. Mark's not joining us this evening, so I need to take a hit. Say hello, Brad. I know you said hello, but say, say a real hello. Hello. Hola. Bienvenidos. Bienvenidos a podcast. <laughs> Come on, podcast. you don't have organic football. You don't have organic football podcast. It doesn't memorized translate. in Espanol. It doesn't translate. Are you sure about that? Yeah, Maybe we'll have to podcast. do a research on that. <laughs> yes, we are back again. This is the fantasy off season, uh, but we've got uh, we've got stories. We've got football to talk about. Brad and I, you know, we're. We're big football guys too. We love fantasy football, but we're we're here to join you. This is the exciting one, one of the most exciting weeks of the year, in my opinion, in football. So, or in Man. sports. So, I mean, it's an exciting week, dude. Oh, it's a big week. This is the big it's week. Big we got week. the big game, and we got a big arrival on the way, right, Brad? That's right. Monday Mr. morning, New buddy. <laughs> Mr. New King Henry's yeah. on the way, right? Yeah, the New King, step aside, Derek. <laughs> New King Henry's here. He's gonna be a beast. <laughs> he is. Give him yes, Brad years, is. Brad is an expectant father, father to be for a second time, and uh, barring any unforeseen circumstances, it is scheduled for Monday. <laughs> yeah, my luck. He'll hate football and he'll be good at baseball. I'll be stuck watching baseball all oh, my life. Oh man, I just thought yeah. about this, Brad. If he's really a baseball fan, he's coming on Sunday. He's going to yeah. ruin your Super Bowl for you. <laughs> no, that's all right. I thought about that because we're actually dropping my other baby off because she's 20 months old at my sister-in-law's house at like 4 o'clock. And what time does the oh, Super yeah. Bowl happen? About 4.30 like or so. 4.30. Yeah. yeah. And then we're only going to hang around for like an hour or so, and then we're going to get home so we can relax before we actually go on Monday. So, like kind of a shit show for me with the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> so yeah, we'll just see, pull we'll see where I'm at. You'll be, you'll be able to watch it on your phone. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got unlimited that's what data I've been doing now. lately. Thanks to my You sister. got something to do. Family ah. plans to care. Good shout out. I like that. <laughs> uh, so anyway, guys, uh, we're here this evening. We've got some stories to go through. Uh, it is Wednesday, the week of the Super Bowl. Uh, we're just getting cranking, getting ready. I'm I'm pumped for it. Uh, I think tonight we're going to go through um, some off-season stories that we're already hitting. I mean, the, the coaching carousel has already landed. We've seen all that. Uh, we've got the QB carousel, which is obviously just about to start picking up. Um, we had a trade this week, so we're looking at you know just some intense off-season. I think it's going to be very interesting. Yeah, I definitely agree. I don't. I think the carousel is going to get so crazy. There's people in that carousel that we don't even know about. So, yeah. I, th- I I think you're absolutely right. Um, let's just jump right into it. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that stuff, and then we'll uh, we'll have ourselves a little short intermission, and then uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk the now. big game. Uh, a big. We'll just go intermediate. An uh, intermediate, an intermediate intermission. intermission. Okay, I, I agree. I agree to these terms. Yeah. <laughs> uh, real quick, so we'll get into all that. Uh, one thing I was going to say to you, I, I, I don't even know this. Um, are we? A, I don't even know. We're, we're a sports podcast. I don't know if that's allowed, but sometimes I hear them talk about it. Oh, no, 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 no. That's like advertising purposes. They call it the big game, but uh, we can call it the Super Bowl since we are analyzing it. Yeah. Yeah, try and hit okay, me up the road, you check. I'm not paying you. Okay. Yeah, so it's you the ain't Super getting Bowl. shit out of us. You're not getting that <laughs> check, man. I got a P.O. box you can send it to, and I'll sit there forever. <laughs> Come and find me. <laughs> yeah. I'm elusive. All right, man. so 
Brad, with these coaches, I thought I'd just um, just knock it out real quick, give you a list, run it down for you real quick, and then uh, we can talk about some of the interesting facts that pop out and kind of go through some stories real quick. I do think that um, if you look at this, when we go through this, some of this kind of like intermingles with where we're going to get to with talking about this QB carousel as well. And you were talking about that QB carousel. I think, yeah, I think we've got some names that'll pop up. I think if you're on that ride... You know, you might want to take, what is that you take when uh, you get on flights or whatever? You don't want to get sick. Uh, oh, whatever so, that uh, pill is. Motion sickness. What's yeah, you might want to take that because this thing is going to be spinning, man. Dramamine. Dramamine. Yeah, Dramamine. Yeah, that's, that's the shit right there. Take some of that, guys. Maybe uh, maybe just take some hits of weed. We're well. just smoking some weed like I'm going to do right now. So we're both I smoking weed. So this is, is going to sound like it's one second away, but it's actually three minutes, guys. Because uh, that's what we can do with technology. I just have to do a little snip snips, and it's like right back in it, you know? We could smoke weed for like 15 minutes if we want, Brad. That was like a second. Holy shit. That was like no time. One second. Poof. Done. We're amazing. It's like, like anesthesia. That. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I've only been through that once, and that was fucking trippy. <laughs> That's crazy. For all you listeners, this man is, what, 30, 38, 39 years old? Uh, and he's had years old. anesthetized one time in his life. One, one time. time. And that's because... One time. Can I divulge why you had to be anesthetized? Sure, go for it. Tell, he punched tell the story. a handicap sign and broke his hand. <laughs> I will not tell you the I rest did. of the story, but that's the only part of the story I'll tell you. And because of that, That's to fix much... his hand, he needed to be anesthetized one time. Yeah. Now, we won't even go into how many times surgery? I've been anesthetized. Do you know how many? Uh, the it's exact like 17. number? 17. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we went into it. <laughs> one versus 17. Uh, yes, and I did, I did happen to punch a handicap sign. I will tell you that in my state that I was in, which probably involves some alcohol, I, I must admit. Uh, I I didn't few other fully comprehend. <laughs> I didn't fully comprehend that punching that thing was going to hurt my hand that bad. Like I I thought like it, was it was like a thinner with concrete. metal. Like who would have thought that? <laughs> no no no. Listen, I punched the metal. I punched the metal of the sign, and I just thought in my head that that metal. I've always pictured it as being much thinner than it is, and it's not. It's not thin. Not then at all. Go look at one. They're, they're pretty EMT, thick metal, man. actually. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous how thick it is, really. I mean, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Dude, I, I punched uh, some cabinet Bre- once, broke my hand, so I got I got nowhere to stand. <laughs> Thought I could punch right yes. through the cabinet door. I was wrong. Didn't you punch, like, right on the scene oh, of right the Oh, right on the shelf, shelf line. Yeah, because yeah. I knew the only way to go I'm through this particle here. board is you gotta like just like you're breaking boards in karate, you gotta go a hundred percent. You cannot go fifty. So I went a hundred percent and I hit that shelf line, and yeah. Oh man, that one hurt. Remember when I didn't know? Remember when I went to the doctor after my surgery and after it was like healing, and I didn't know that there was pins sticking out of yeah. my hand. Yeah, I was like, dude, yeah. <laughs> What do you think the surgery was for? They put pins in you. Yeah. There's pins. Literally. But I didn't understand that. The concept that they would just be like poking right out of my skin. Out in the yeah. free air. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> Almost passed out. <laughs> We're probably going to delete all of this. <laughs> Who knows? No, no. It's, it's all going in. Uh, but let's get to coaches. <laughs> let's get to coaches. All right, Brad. Enough of the so, broken hands. Broken hands and coaching decisions. Okay. That's a, that's a good title for this episode. I got it already. Um, I'll run these down for you, Brad. You tell me... Oh, actually, I, I, interesting thing I want to do is you tell me... I'll read the name and you tell me, do you know the guy? <laughs> I like that. Okay. I literally so I have got, my phone out to Google it because I was like, I might not even know these people. But good. Here like we this. go. So We're honest I'll, with each other. I'll run you through it. Yeah, yeah, fuck it. I mean, these. there's a reason. So, Jacksonville. Jacksonville hires Urban Meyer. You know him, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you've heard of him. Yeah. Okay. That's a good thing. All college, right. So. He coached a college team once or twice. Yeah, he's done that. He's done a few things like that. 
So, okay, let's move on. We've got the New York Jets. Do you know who they hired? No. Nah, you don't know. Robert Sala. You know who Robert Sala is? No. I think you do. No, you do. Uh, I, once I tell you, you're going to know. Uh, San Francisco defensive coordinator. Oh, okay. The ba- the bald, fiery guy. Very yeah. fiery guy. Good. Great def- Great coordinator, really, to be honest with you. That's like... Here we go. Let's keep going. Atlanta. Arthur Smith. I've heard that name before. You've heard that name? It's okay. my uncle. Awesome. <laughs> it's my uncle. I know him well. Yeah. <laughs> Where was he no, coaching before? Okay. He is the Tennessee, or formerly was the Tennessee offensive coordinator. Okay. Let's I like keep that going. one. I got... Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I actually I'm a little wishy washy on that. We'll, we'll go back through this. Um, Los Angeles Los Angeles Chargers. Brandon Staley. Did he play? Was he a player back in the day? No. No. Uh, I think you're probably thinking of Deuce Staley. Um, oh yeah, yeah. But. Brandon Staley, I wondered if you would remember that one. That was the guy who was singing his praises all year as the defensive coordinator of the Rams. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like that. I do that. Okay. That Rams uh, defense, I think next year might be number one. Well, we'll look, I actually am not sure if they've replaced Brandon Staley yet. That'll be a very interesting hire. Um, that, well, I guess that's true. Time I will tell. Time will tell. Maybe they have. Uh, maybe they went in house with it and hired somebody. I'll look it up here in a minute. Um, but yeah, I think that defense was a lot of what uh, Brandon Staley was bringing. I, I kept mentioning that all year. Okay, uh, Philadelphia. Philadelphia went ahead and made a coaching change. They got Nick Sirianni. You don't know him? No. <laughs> Colts offensive coordinator the past two years. Here we go. All these okay, people yeah. you say are like at least they're coming from like you can see the thought no, I process. Mean, like Tennessee's offense has been great. You know, Indy's mm-hmm. offensive line, their offense has played well. Like these are all like smart moves. I mean, I don't know if they're gonna pan out well, but they make sense at least on paper. I, I can I can see some of the reason why a guy like this would get hired. At least yeah, at least some reason. But most of this I'm 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 curious. I don't know. I'm I'm a little dubious as to most of these hires to be honest with you. Uh okay, let's go. We got two more. Detroit. You remember this guy? I actually showed you him. I showed you his video. Dan Campbell. Oh yeah, dude, that guy's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. He's awesome, man. <laughs> and we're gonna get hit on the ground and we're gonna bite their kneecaps. And then we're gonna get up and they're gonna hit us back down. When we get up, we're going to bite your other kneecap. And then, like, literally, I'm not going to go on, but, like, the same type of shit yeah, for you seven can more stop. games. Yeah. <laughs> you just uh, Google going, that video, yeah. people. Stop the, stop the podcast. Go Google that video. Watch it. Laugh. Come back. It'll be worth your time. Dan Campbell, uh, his introductory press conference. Definitely worth checking out. Um, and I'll, I'll tell you real quick, we'll go back, but um, that Nick Sirianni one, he uh he had a pretty bad press conference too. I'll tell you that much, Brad. He looked very nervous. But people are giving him a lot of shit about like he looked nervous. He didn't know how to speak on the on the press conference to the guys and they're like, "Well, if he can't speak to the press, then how is he going to be a coach?" blah blah blah. And I'm like, "Come on. Like, listen. Like speaking to the press is one thing. Like I I want a coach who can do it all for sure. But if he's a young guy and he's never spoken to the press, okay, he's nervous. But speaking to his team, that's a whole different story. Like, coaches know how to speak to their team. He, he knows how to do that. So that, that correlation, I was just like, that's kind of bullshit. Don't give him that. I would give it a very uh, slight correlation. I do feel like you should be able to speak to the media. Like, at that position, that should just come well, hand in hand. But... I would not discredit yeah, it I mean, all. Like, uh, that same token, just because he can't do it doesn't mean I'm totally throwing it out. It just, it might more yeah, I'm not like, gonna... I might ra- raise an eyebrow. Oh, it definitely raises an eyebrow. Like, I, I, me, if I was an owner of a team, I would prefer a coach who just came out there and kicked ass in his opening press conference, for sure. Yeah. Um, but to me, it also does not 
extend to the fact that like, oh, I'm, I feel like I'm in trouble with my team now. Like, how's he going to talk to my players? I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't correlate that. I, I think talking to players is a whole different story. All right, one last hire. We got the Houston Texans. Um, they went out and hired yeah, somebody. Need to talk. Date. It's gonna be a joke. <laughs> David Coley. Um, he's a very well respected guy in the NFL. Um, assistant head coach of the Ravens. So he's okay. he's been around, but he's he's been coaching since 1978. So um, he's been around the block and never had a hope. It's, okay, so working our way back up. First-time head coaches in the NFL. Every single one of them. Whoa. <laughs> All right, so let me ask you this. Yeah. What head coaches are still out there that doesn't don't have jobs over these? Um, that's a good question. I don't know if um, I don't know if a ton of people got passed over in this. I mean, uh, except for still Eric. Out there. B- oh, nobody wants to go eight and eight, Brad. <laughs> I think the Jaguars least of all him would like to go eight. And eight. Jaguars would take eight and eight. They should have yeah. hired Jeff Fisher. They should have. Yeah, <laughs> he knows that. He knows that division. I mean, it makes sense. I'll tell you though, the the coach that kind of bothers me from the outside looking in here, who who continues to not get his opportunity for some reason, is Eric Bieniemy, uh, the offensive coordinator of the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, this guy deserves a job. That that's the guy that I keep I keep thinking to myself like all these offensive guys who got hired that's all well and good and nice it should have been Eric Bieniemy so that's where I got to with a bunch of this stuff and I think um, leading into like our next little section here the deal with Houston uh, I think it's a really weird hire to be honest with you if if you're trying to keep Deshaun Watson in the house. Well, here's the thing I got to ask you. Mainly Houston and Philly. So mm-hmm. Doug Peterson went with Jalen Hurts, and that pretty much got him kicked out the door because of that. So there's a lot of coaches running for that job, saying like, "Well, hey, if I go with my gut, does that mean I'm going to lose favor with you, and it's going to be a bad workplace to work with?" Like that kind of doesn't sound like a great workplace. And Houston. You've traded away all the talent in the world, and the one guy that's really good, that's still young, doesn't want to play there. Who wants to coach there? So, like, well, that's it, it's yeah. like bewildering, I, but it's at the same time, it's like who really wants that job? I mean, well, I, I think in Philly, I think in Philly, you, you see a guy who, because he's such a young guy, that that owner is going to be able to just like put his foot down and stuff and kind of control the situation. They looked, I think they looked for a guy who would kind of be that yes man or be just, you know, he is in a position where he could be told what to do. And in, and in Houston, are they just going, all right, well, let's get some guy in here <laughs> and, and we'll be pretty much garbage for a couple of years. And then we'll, once we're ready to fully reboot, we get a new guy in here, so he's kind of like a almost a stopgap coach. If 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 there's maybe they didn't even like mean to interview him, he just accidentally walked in the wrong room, and they're just like, <laughs> whatever, dude. He's well, been in the leagues for this many that, years. They've got um, that like Jack Easterby guy who's supposedly just running things in Houston right now, and he's like a preacher man. He's kind of like the team preacher, and now he's like come to the role of like kind of operating everything. So. Maybe he prayed on it, and mm-hmm. David Coley was the guy. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting, yes. So, anyway, yeah, that um, that leads us into some stuff. I thought we'd talk about some QBs around this stuff. Um, Deshaun Watson, do you think he's going to get the heck out of there, or what? What do you think they're going to do? Yeah, dude, I just can't see it. I can't see. I mean, yeah. he he's going to be gone. So... With that being said, I actually think the best situation for them to trade is somewhere like Arizona. If Arizona is willing to give up Kyler Murray, you are. I don't see you getting a better quarterback. And maybe we can talk about better quarterbacks. Name another quarterback that they could get back. That someone be willing to trade because you have to get a quarterback if you're giving rid of Deshaun Watson. Whether he's serviceable for two to three years, you have to wait for a pick. You have to wait for something. You have to get something back. 
You have I'm to not make talking sure like that Jared Goth type, I, an actual. Quarterback. Well, that's what's so funny. That's so funny because, like, up until this off season, I've thought to myself, well, like, how would you even like operate a trade like this? Because, like, I, I, like, I would feel that need of coming back as well. I'd be like, well, like, what am I doing at quarterback? If he's going, what am I doing at quarterback? I have to do something real and i'm like well you don't just trade quarterbacks for quarterbacks but then of course this week we get uh matt stafford for jared goff trade so it's just like oh oh okay all right so yes there are (laughs) which way do you think it was done brad Hmm? i think it was done on the Rams. okay i think Uh, they gave up way too much for stafford they gave up a lot you okay, could get Deshaun Watson for that. Like, hold on. I don't think you could get. To, I don't think you could get Deshaun Watson for that. It would probably have to be this year's first round. But yeah, well, they did give up. They gave up. A, they gave up two firsts and a third. Yeah. And so I, I think listen, if you give up listen. these two firsts and a third last, you get Deshaun. If you switch, well, they don't order. have that. They didn't have that. Oh, they didn't have a first the, this year. The the Rams don't have that. They they've traded away tons of first rounders. Oh, that's they true. traded away for uh, Ramsey. So, mm-hmm. so they don't have that. But I mean, if you look at this deal, I'm telling you, like, I, I don't think Houston takes that deal because, like, Houston goes, okay, well, Goff a first, first, and a third. Well, look at where look at where the Rams are drafting. They're drafting that's at true. the back. So those are like pick number fucking 28 and shit like that that's not working for them and then so like here i'm gonna pull it up real quick i'm gonna show you some of these other offers that i read about here um just so it kind of gives you like a fucking framework back yeah so okay so i found it um other deals that were offered so i got this from albert breer he says the Panthers offered the number eight pick and a late round choice um, for Matt Stafford, and then I later found out that it was actually that the eighth pick, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, and like a fifth rounder. And so they turned that down. I thought that was a pretty good offer because, like, yeah. the number you, you think about that the number eight pick versus you know two of the Rams like twenty six, twenty eight picks like. I think that's I think that's better, almost. Uh, and then you know I would prefer Teddy Bridgewater. So, but if you look at this deal, uh, what else did I have here? Washington offered a number nineteen and a third rounder. Uh, 49ers were in the discussions and Jets in the discussions. But what um, the Jets? You look at that deal. The Jets, yeah. The Jets. Get on that carousel, yeah. Sam. Well, yeah, I, th- that's what I'm I'm winding up to here. Is we've got fucking we're got a wild carousel ahead of us, man. It, where does Watson go? That so that to me, like now, like I was surprised to see Stafford be that first like drop, and definitely like surprised that man. Okay, Detroit's going to take on Goff's contract. That's the one thing I was going to tell you too. That's where I was going with that. The Rams actually like do themselves a favor cap wise in this deal. So just so you know, like that frees them up. So they get a bit much better quarterback and it frees up their cap space. So like this deal, like they deal, they dealt a one just so that Detroit would take golf too. Yeah. That's what it was, but I'm t- okay. So then I'm going to ask you this question though. If the Rams win the Super Bowl. Is this deal worth it? Well, yeah. I mean, if okay. Stafford takes him to the Super Bowl, Goff was not taking him to the Super Bowl, so yeah, it was definitely worth it. But okay. I will say this. Okay. I feel like, I mean, sorry, Matthew, I don't know if you're listening, but <laughs> I do feel like there are better quarterbacks out there. And if they could have got him, I feel like they could have had a little more time to pursue but they did jump this early, so maybe it's like asking that girl to homecoming, and then literally the next day the girl that really hot girl of school asks you, and you're just like, well, shit, dude, I've already committed. Oh. And then oh, you got a little buyer's remorse, <laughs> you're like, no, 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 I'm still excited. I mean, Matthew, you know, it's a good date. 
You know, Matthew cool. Stafford's he's cool. Solid. But, uh, yeah, right. I mean, with that defense, I think any stable quarterback play is great. But yeah. if they could have pushed I, for I, I think... Deshaun then, or someone else. Well, let's put it this way. If they could have gotten Deshaun Watson, I think they would have been the uh, Super Bowl favorites, maybe. That's with that saying. defense. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't think they had the ammo. I don't think I think they knew they didn't have the ammo too give, to go and actually back. get. Uh, what back? You, you know they don't they don't need a back. They're not looking for a back. They're looking they're looking for defensive players. So that's that's probably where they uh, they balanced it out and said, okay, we're not going to start shooting into this defense to get. No, this you, you can't touch that defense. But that's what Houston Houston stated that they want some defensive players if they're going to make a deal. But uh, yeah, I mean, and you talked about it, like, dude. With okay, so not that I necessarily think it's. I, I've gone back and forth on this in my head, but Kyler Murray. <clears throat> I don't know, man. I don't know if I could do that on either side. I mean, on their side, they're going yeah, but they're, they they they're gonna want more. They're gonna still want more over a Kyler Murray. And I just, uh, I don't know if I can swallow that pill. Deshaun Watson? Yeah. He just signed his extension. So I think if you you get him on your team, uh, you'd have him for six more years, I think. Five or six more years. I don't know. Here is my devil's advocate approach to him going to the Cardinals. So don't get me wrong. I Mm -hmm. love Kyler. He's great. I love those legs. I've never seen them move faster on a person before. So, he is a little bit on the short end. I see a lot of batted balls. So, Deshaun, he can run the ball. He's shown that he can throw the ball. And he can show that he can win. And then you put him back with D-Hop. I mean, they've had that chemistry their whole career. So, all of a sudden, they go back together. I don't know. And then the Cardinals then go and sign Will Fuller. He's a free agent, dog. Dude, that would be (laughs) sick as shit. Oh, my God. But but that's what I'm saying. So, like, I don't know. Uh, I know Kyle is a guy, Mr. Murray. Let me give you some real scenarios that I've kind of heard about. I liked real shit. More, well, I mean, real in terms of I've actually read it on my phone as, like, a rumor. So that doesn't make it real, but more more real than our hype. Once we talk here. about it, it's real, buddy. <laughs> I don't know. I think the Cardinals are pretty hell-bent on Kyler Murray, man. I don't know. Cliff Kingsbury loves the guy, so we'll see. But Well, not only so that, but don't I think, wrong. like you said, they, they would take Deshaun over Kyler without giving up. They won't give up a first-rounder with it, you know, like. A one with it, yeah. Like yeah, uh, Kyler no and a one that. would probably be the deal, but yeah, no way. They they'd probably want to do yeah. like a, a Kyler and a couple a third and a second or something something not that great. Yeah, so. okay, so let me let me start shocking you here. These these are the teams that I've heard involved. I've got Denver. Denver's gonna make a play. Um I've got one they I They got defensive players. Yeah, they have defense to give up. Um, Las Vegas. The Vegas Raiders. They would be willing to give up Derek Carr a one and a three, as supposedly is what I've heard. Derek Carr playing in Houston? <laughs> yeah. I, didn't I don't think know about that, that dude. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's off his the brother. Records. His brother's like, no, man. No, no. Dude, I think they're like, they got like some emotional trauma from just seeing that car in a jersey. They're like, no. Derek, Derek Carr's like, no, I'm just going to retire. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to Houston with that shitty line, that name on my fucking uniform. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess that's, that. yeah, that's, but... wow. That'd be crazy if that one actually <laughs> worked out. That'd be wild. That'd be a wild fucking place. Okay. Um, Chicago is another place I've heard of that wants to get interested. I can see him in Chicago. Uh, 
Historic franchise, great defense. Here's one, Brad. We've talked about it, and I've heard that it's basically not going to happen. Most likely not going to happen. San Francisco. We've we've talked about this a little bit. Like, scared a bit. Like, hopefully it doesn't happen. Well, the reports today, Brad, that I was reading were not anything about Deshaun Watson to San Francisco. They were... The 49ers have the the 49ers have offered their second and fourth round picks along with Jimmy G for Kirk Cousins. What? <laughs> I that's the, don't that's the like tweet that. I read today. Yeah, and then it says <laughs> it's a, <laughs> the the Vikings want a first. I go what? No way! That is come insane. on for Kirk Cousins. What are we talking about here? I hope they make that deal. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, I mean, like that. I don't like it either. <laughs> wow, That's garbage. I hope. I mean, I, I hope they do. Really I like interesting. it from an Arizona fan. Yeah, yeah. But as a outsider, as an analyst, I'm going. No, dudes, don't do yeah. that. That's a, that's bad. Don't, oh, one note I had. I wanted to go back real quick for Stafford. He had, um, he was like involved in the process. He told his team, Detroit. He said, "I'll go anywhere. I'll go anywhere. The only place I don't want to go is New England." <laughs> Matt Stafford said no to New England. That's funny. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty wild. I'm like, oh man, I don't want spot. your life. <laughs> That's what he said. Well, like my my initial thought was like, oh, something to do with Matt Patricia. But like, I read up on it and was like, no, it's not about that. It's mo- like what people are like kind of insinuating is he doesn't want to be following Tom Brady. He doesn't want to be the guy there trying to follow in those footsteps. He's not with it. He don't want his life. <laughs> Playing football for the Patriots might have been the greatest opportunity for your life. I don't want your life. <laughs> yeah, man. So here, um, so we can wrap up this carousel just a little bit. I think. So you know, I Jimmy gonna, G's got to go back then, right? Like you said, no yeah, one wants Jimmy to G. take Tom Brady's footsteps, but I mean, dude, J- Jimmy G was. Always mentally Jimmy G to do might, it. Jimmy might be fucking the one guy who was like, nah, fuck it, let's do it. But yeah, okay, real quick. So this Q, QB carousel. I don't want to get too deep into into diving in and all the things that could happen. I literally wrote down, I just wrote down the team names of how many teams I thought that they would, they will be making some sort of quarterback decision this offseason. So let's do it real quick. Yeah. New Orleans. Indy. San Francisco, New York Jets, New England, Houston, Denver, Washington, Dallas, Chicago, Carolina, Atlanta, Pittsburgh, Miami. These are all spots that I have heard that the quarterback could be shifting this offseason. That's 14 teams. 14 teams. And we've already and we we already had two flip-flop on <laughs> exactly. We are at half the league this season could be changing quarterbacks fucking wild and on that note i say we smoke some weed let's smoke some weed and digest all this information you just gave us i know man it's gonna be I'm a wild off season you, you guys can just deal with the tourism. they can hear it it's yeah. fine they like it they've grown accustomed to it yeah, man, I, I think this off season is going to be pretty fucking intense. It's yeah, gonna be Kirk fucking Cousins crazy. is like fucking. That's crazy. That bewildered me, man. Yeah, I was reading that shit. I'm like, what? What is happening in the NFL right now? If you don't have a good fucking player personnel group, you're you're in a world of hurt right now. I, I, don't I think know it what's makes more sense that they went after Sam Darnold. Like, me too. Go cheap. I say go cheap. I mean, you, you've seen what Kirk Cousins is. You know what he is. And I mean, like, 
Granted, Kyle Shanahan, he says he's seen what it is before and he wants it, but Jesus Christ, man, I don't know. Well, yeah, he I've been watching Washington, Kirk right? Cousins. Yeah, I mean, so he's he's got a connection there, but fuck, fuck off, I don't know. Uh, I did I did have something. I I kept I've been hitting this at work and you haven't even noticed it, but um, it's uh, timeless has some new stuff out right now. This is called Strawberry Shortcake. Ooh. It's fucking really good, man. It it tastes like strawberry shortcake. So, very, speaking very of strawberry good. cakes, they got those little like uh, birthday cake things, you know? They come in, like a little package. It's like a little strip birthday cake. So, mm. you have know, had I've had a couple of those over the last week or so. And every now and then I see this one, oh, yeah? and it's a strawberry birthday cake. And I was like, I like strawberry cake, mm. but it's got unicorns everywhere. And I was like, dude, fucking unicorns. Like, I gotta draw the line. And then I was stoned as fuck, and it got the best of me. And I was like, fuck it. I don't care about unicorns. I'm buying it. And it I mean, tasted like shit. <laughs> I was so disappointed. Oh. I've been staring right. at that shit forever, and it tastes like shit. <coughs> Throwing the whole box away. Oh. Cash register lady unicorns, gave me the funny eye like. So. <laughs> Uh, I th- I thought you were heading down the path of finding a delicious treat. Man, nope. that sucks. Yep. I was, uh, you know what? I was gonna have one. You were telling me this whole story. I was like, I'll have a fucking unicorn thing. Oh, I'll you should try the birthday cake shits. ones. Those are the shit. Yeah. Okay. Dude, these things are so I smart. It's that. like a little tiny strip of birthday cake. All right, it's delicious. Yeah. It's like a three bites of a birthday cake is like what it is. And you got kids at a birthday party. You buy a whole box for like two bucks. It's like eight of them in there. Kids take two <laughs> bites of a cake and throw it away anyways, you know? Like, put a, put a fucking birthday candle on there. Four, six bucks, you got everyone covered. You want two? Go ahead, kid, have two. No big deal. <laughs> uh, and we are sponsored by Birthday Cake Bites. Yep. I don't know if you guys know that. I a couple shares. We have... So- yeah, we got a couple sponsors now, so birthday cake bites, go get those, they're fucking delicious. Yeah. Have, them at, have them at your parties, replace the birthday cake, I, I think that's a fantastic idea, Brad. Yeah. Stick you a know candle you get the whole birthday cake, done. kids don't eat it. <laughs> it's smart. You know, you know what kind of riots you would cause if you... Brad, you're going to cause a little fucking riot of small children if you give them a packaged birthday cake. I disagree. We're in COVID times. Think about that. Less hands uh, touch. Well, well, yes. Perfect for COVID times. But I'm telling you, when you get to Henry's third birthday party, if you slap down some freaking pre-packaged three-bite cakes, it's not going to fly, dude. It's not going to fly. You don't think so? Henry's going to fucking throw a fit, dude. He's going to throw a fit. Oh, well, I guess that's true. He's going to ram his head in the wall and shit. Like, pff, we don't want this. Yeah. I mean, if the hindsight, if they could see... It's delicious, but yeah, they might not get over yeah, the bells I mean, the, and whistles. The kids, Brad, I'll, I'll teach you something about kids. They're little stupid, irrational beings, and they and they they don't they don't have all of the processes that we do as adults. So they see that little package and they they go, "Where's the cake?" Like, what? This isn't cake. <laughs> they can't even fathom <laughs> that that's the same thing. <laughs> I have to unpackage them and build. The cake. Build a tower of cake. So bites. that way they just take one slice at a time. I'll match all the lines up yes. so they'll never know. You've taught uh, me a lot here, so Rich. Good. I'm glad. Solving problems, man. Parenting. Yeah. Now we're getting into the parenting tonight. This is a good show. I mean, that fucking. It's nice. Fucking Breaking hands. Parenting there. tips. You never know the difference. Oh, sounds, sounds good, man, actually. <laughs> Dude, right. Speaking of delicious right. treats, we'll I have a, I can back it up with one. What Go you to your got? local grocery store in the freezer section. Mm-hmm. They have these uh, Betty Crocker gooey pans, and you heat it up in the microwave. It's either a chocolate uh, brownie or you have a cookie, and you heat it up and it gets nice and gooey. And you put some ice cream on there, and then you put some drizzle some chocolate syrup on there. And you got like one of those delicious ice cream treats you get in the restaurants. Man, you're like, uh, 
You've been hitting the sweets, man. Oh, I can be it. You. Dude, if I didn't work as much You're as I do, about I'd jelly be beans earlier. Oh, well, I mean, jelly beans, it's a staple part of your diet. Who doesn't like tutti fruity jelly beans? Jesus, man. You know, I used to be into Pez. I, I forgot about you. Yeah, you, you've got the fat kid in you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the former fat kid. You, you, yeah, if you didn't work, you'd just you'd be yeah, a fat kid. burn thousands of fat, calories, fat guys, man. to live this lifestyle. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm not being very PC. I'm sorry. Um, large. That's <laughs> all right. I don't know. Yeah. Being fat all right. Is not a bad uh, thing. Let's get saying. out of this intermission. Uh, right. Just calling it like it is with that, I guess. I don't know. Let's do some Super Bowl, man. Oh, you do a Super Bowl of wax first. So I didn't really even, uh, when it comes to the Super Bowl here, Brad, I didn't write down any notes for this. I just wanted to fucking bullshit about it. I figured we'd bullshit for just a We've little bit. We've seen a whole season of these teams. Yeah. Yeah. I think we'll do okay. And I've, I've been doing quite a bit of research, obviously. I, uh, I'm very intrigued to see this game. I'll tell you that much. I think I was initially, I thought Tampa had the momentum going in, uh, Tom Brady, this and that, and I was like, wow, they could actually pull this off, because, I mean, statistically speaking, Tom Brady wins every other time he goes to the Super Bowl, so this would be the time he'd win, but you then, do. you know, obviously, you pointed <laughs> out some things, and it makes me think that that offense for Kansas City is just so fucking good, man. I mean, how do you stop Tyree Kill? He's like literally one of the top three. I probably put AJ Brown. I mean, go figure they're all my team. And DK is just like, and <laughs> I probably put him at the top of the list because of his speed. I mean, you can deal mm. with size in the NFL. You put two guys on him, and two guys are bigger than one guy. You know, so you can manage that, but you can't manage speed. Mm. So he can just well, dart he's... down the field. What I like about Tyreek is also his breaks. Like, the way he cuts through, he's he's got great route running, but that, like, stop-start ability and, like, just, like, blow and go. And, like, so, like, even if you are bracketing him, you, you can't handle it. He's He's got a move for each of you. Like, <laughs> so, when like, he the moves him, that he puts, like, I... Yeah, yeah. Um... So here, so uh, this. I works. heard a show today. Go ahead. Oh no, you go on. You heard go a show ahead. today. Oh, uh, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll, well, I'll mine's like it. a segue. So all right, whatever. So anyways, so you try and guard him. So is you mine. Know, he's he's like <laughs> zigzagging. He's joysticking all over the field, and you're like, mm -hmm. all right, dude, we gotta control him. Big fucking. They're Travis gonna Kelsey, him, right? Never drops a ball. Fucking going anywhere on the field, jumps over any little D-back you put on him. He's faster than any linebacker you put on him. There's a mismatch fucking waiting to happen. So it's like, okay, there's those two guys. And then you got Patrick Mahomes that can throw the ball through his fucking legs 40 yards down the field. So that's fucking... Well, I just don't yeah, know how you guard that. Yeah, okay. So that that show that I was listening to today was like kind of like comparing pieces of each team. It is that betting show that I listened to. And they were comparing side by side, like, okay, player for player, like, okay, who's better, who's got the better offensive skill players overall? Um, to me, if I look at that, I, I can objectively say overall that you could make an argument that it's Tampa Bay. But, in my opinion... Having the two pieces that they have specific together, as in offensive weapons, if we're just talking weapons, and not even the guy who's giving him the ball, Tyreek Hill and Kelsey, as a combination, in my opinion, far outweigh what, what Tampa Bay is bringing to the table. Alright, so I got a good fantasy analogy for your point right there, Rich. So, Hill okay. and Kelsey... So that's like when you go into a fantasy matchup and you got like a Derrick Henry 
and like another beast, Devonte Adams. Tyreek, you yeah. got those two guys, <laughs> and you're just like, wow. I am not feeling fucking scared with these two guys. They're going to give me fucking points. And you look at the other guy. He's got a Keenan Allen. He's got, you know, a lot of good guys. But, like, they're not beasts. They're not over. I shouldn't say they're on the beast level as the other guys. So, I mean, they're going to catch the. They're going to have touched the ball about 20, 18 times, maybe. And here's, here's what I think is missing from that equation for that other dude is that okay yeah if you want to make the argument that tampa bay is deeper and they have more more skill that's all well and good but what i want to talk about is what it does schematically uh when you have hill and kelsey schematically how do you defend it whereas okay you have mike evans you have chris godwin you have all these guys but as kansas city i don't think that they are scared of what happens with that situation they have they have a game plan for it, whereas you, you can try all day to game plan for what Kansas City does, but Andy Reid and Pat Mahomes are are what drives this team, and <laughs> with the high end skill on the opposite end of it, so it, uh, to me it creates too many problems. Now a lot of people have talked about the offensive line. Um, Kansas City is going to be down two offensive linemen in this game. Um, I, I I understand that, yes, that is an issue, but what I will tell you is that they've been without one for a while, so they've 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 managed. So really at this point it's like we're losing one. Um, and at least it happened when it's happened, you do have this time. Uh, you head into the Super Bowl, you do have the time. And so I think Andy Reid, I think Pat Mahomes are going to be prepared that, yes, Tampa Bay is going to get some pressure in this game. But that's the thing. Mahomes can handle pressure. He can literally yeah. run to the sideline, just look and look. And, dude, the one thing you don't want to do is have Mahomes run into the sideline and Tyreek Hill just running free. Like, you will not – or Kelsey just run in the middle. Nice big target. He can just throw up in the middle and Kelsey can just jump up and catch for fucking 8 to 15 yards and then just move the chains. And then what, what yeah. does that do? That's a roll-down effect. So now the defense – they're just getting first down, and first down, and first down. The defense is on the field. The defense is on the field. And then I feel like they're just going to get worn down because you can't keep up with this team. I think that's I think that's a key factor, too, is that, is that that defense chasing him around all game, I think it uh, – chasing everybody around all game. I think by the end of the game, I, I, I could see, foresee Kansas City being down a little bit in the early parts of this game. But I think I can see that. by the time they understand what's going on, I think That's we're going to see a so. very similar Or last game season script. when they're in the Super Bowl. Yeah, the Super Bowl of last year is what I think I see again. Um, is them being down. I think they'll get their, their shit under control a little quicker this year, though. Um, and put the game away. Like To me, like that's, that's where I, I started with a lean. And I said to myself, I don't, I don't see how you can pick a side. And then gradually over the past two weeks, I've I've gotten to where I'm heavily to a side. I, I think it's Kansas City's to have. I, on the other side of the football, um, Tom Brady, I think people have been singing his praises a lot this week, tooting his horn. And, and no, no doubt, man, he, he, played, he plays well. Um, he's played well in spurts. But I've also seen many spurts where he's not playing well. I mean, the guy turned the ball over on three consecutive drives against against uh, Green Bay. So um, he has. We'll see. Peyton Manning has won a Super Bowl, and he threw up ducks that year. So that being said, I mean, obviously that defense was a lot better. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not yeah. trying to say Tampa defense is you know anything. They are very good, but the offense I'll refer back to again is that good. And I think the whole, like, whoever wins or what it's going to come down to with the winner of the Super Bowl is the trajectory of the ball. When it comes out of Patrick Mahomes' hands, we're talking lasers. It, it's going to be in their hands. It's going to be very hard for them to get interceptions. I'm not saying they won't, but it's going to be less likely. If you look at Tom Brady's trajectory, those things are on point, and he's smart, and he's he's got a very high football IQ so he knows where to put the ball where other people can't get it but we're talking the Super Bowl now like those balls some of those might get up for grabs so 
interesting you bring up a, a high football IQ is because one of my key factors in this game is a guy with a great football IQ on the other side of the ball, and that's Tyron Matthew. And I think um, him, the way he just sees the field back there, man, when he sees one of these balls, the, I think he's going to get one. I think, like, I was looking at the prop bets today, and Tyron Matthew for an interception I kind of like a lot. Um, I think it's it's given me plus 200 or something like that. So I, I kind of really like that one. Um, but I think I think he's going to see one of these balls just floating up in there, and he's going to go get it. I've seen it happen lots and lots of times. I'm a big Honey, bed, honey Badger fan, so um, I expect that in the game. I think, I think that's the edge, is that actually Kansas City's backfield, defensive backfield, is uh, equipped for what – uh, Tampa Bay will try to do offensively and what Tom Brady will try to do offensively. Steve Spagnola. That's the defensive coordinator, man. He's the guy. He's He's got fucking Tom Brady's number. And that's the thing, too, is uh, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, I, I don't know what it is, but sometimes they just drop the fucking ball. It hits him right in the hands, and it just like, it's not really like a third down or an important one, but it just hits him in the hands. It's just like, whoa. And a couple of those hit him in the hands and then got tipped, and then those led to interception. So I kind of wonder if, like, are they going to drop the ball? You like to think that it's the Super Bowl, but it could go the other way, and it could be too big of an event, and they just drop more balls, you know? Brad, what do you, what do you think of, what do you think about, um, I got a couple more things, but um, what do you think about the home field advantage type thing? Because Tampa Bay is at home, technically. I mean, we talked about this before. I think it could be necessarily, it could work against them. Because a lot of people don't realize, like, you know, you're at the Super Bowl. You know, you got family. Hey, we want to go here. I don't know if that's still similar for this year because there's such limited seats. But generally speaking, you know, your family wants to go there. You got a range. People want you to be here, be this, be that. When you're going to a different city... Those people don't come with you, so it's easier to be, like, I think more focused on the game. But when you're at home, there's a lot of personal stuff going on. So it might actually work as a distraction versus, you know, and they're not going to do the cannons. You know, the field's going to be different, you know, so it's not necessarily going to be an exactly like a home game because their whole routine will be different, too. Yeah, no, I hear you, like... Uh, I didn't really think about that until today. I heard that Tom Brady's like family cleared out of the house, though. So they're out of the house right now. So he is getting his focus on. <laughs> but well, I, I mean, did, that, you don't you expect that from Tom Brady. I mean, from Tom Brady, but what year. about the rest of the team? What about the rest yeah. of the team? And so that rest of that team, one of the things that leans me towards Kansas City is the inexperience of the rest of his team. The rest of his team, Tom Brady, yeah, that guy's going to be focused. That's great. Yeah. That's really good. Well, I'm glad to hear it. To a playoff game before this year, right? This is their first. This is their first run for a lot of these dudes. So, like, I think the experience factor is heavily in Kansas City's favor, and that and that that home field. Yeah, man. Like, usually these guys are would be getting the heck out of there, and they wouldn't be dealing with family situations like every other guy on the roster. There's the, Tom Brady's probably the only guy whose family is like, yeah, okay, we're clearing out of here. We're we're gone. <laughs> okay, yeah. everybody else. We've done this. They're with this is their our tenth time yeah. we've done this. Yeah, and like, and if you think about this though, it is a, such a weird thing that this game will be played like it's a normal. It's it's like almost just like a normal game. Like there's a home there's a home team, they're in their hometown, and you got Kansas City coming in literally only staying the night before. Instead of like what it's you what it usually typically is. And I think that plays, in my opinion, would play into Kansas City's favor as well. Where they're just here to this do is work. about the business. We're here we're here to do the work, exactly. Here we go. We're on a road game. We're uh, we're on a legit road game. We're coming in, in here to fucking win and upset some people. Let's go. And that's the other thing, too, is Patrick Mahomes wins. He's the youngest quarterback to win two Super Bowls. He will surpass yeah. Tom Brady for the youngest to win two Super Bowls. And how does he do that? He has to beat Tom Brady. So I think that's like, I think Mahomes wants that. 
I think he wants to. I think Andy Reid wants to. And I would not be surprised if Andy Reid has about five or six plays that he has not shown all fucking year. You know? And he's just like, you know what? We're just going to wait. We're going to wait. And then there will be like a razzle-dazzle play here. And there's just going to be some trickery that they're not going to expect. And, dude, if you give those guys space on one or two plays, that can be 14 fucking points. It's funny that you say that, Brad. I, I came across one more. We've talked some bets that I'm interested in today. I came across one more today that I felt um, I felt interested in. And it's um, number of players to throw a pass. And I've got an over-under of two and a half. And so I can take the over and it's plus 115. And I, so that means somebody that else has to throw a pass. Uh-huh. Oh, players! Players in the game, two and a okay. half. So there's plus one fifteen. Anybody but a quarterback, plus one fifteen. I like that. I like it a lot. I like it a lot, actually. I think Andy Reid is going to give me one with that one. I so yeah, I think um, ball, throw the ball. I could see that Tyreek Hill maybe. Um, but yeah, I uh, they had that. Um, they had oh, that dude, other play where Kelsey punt. threw a pass to Mahomes. They, they do a fake punt. punt that yeah, works. there's a. Any other person besides the two quarterbacks, three people throw the ball. If a quarterback gets hurt, God forbid, uh, you know, I, I don't want to see a player get hurt in the game, but it, that would still qualify. Well, actually, if a punter throws the ball, does that count as a half a point? Why? Just because he's a goofy punter? Yeah. <laughs> Those guys push. don't count? It's a push. <laughs> Push, yeah. That's he has to throw man. the ball at least ten yards for it to count as a more than point five. <laughs> uh, well, it sounds like you lean with me, Brad. But you can, I think, I think, I, uh, no doubt, I, I lean and, and heavily lean towards Kansas City. But I, I foresee that obviously this is a game against Tom Brady. This is a guy who knows how to win Super Bowls, so it could happen. Tom Brady could win this game. I, I definitely this leave is that the only open thing as a that scares me. Only thing that uh-huh. scares me, Rich. And I don't know. I think it, it's a it's a factor that people have to take into consideration. The NFL is a brand, and it's a brand that wants to make money and continue its brand. Tom Brady is a perfect brand. So what do you say? You say like he's leaving Bill Belichick, and he's going out on his own, Tampa. Nice, shiny, new red uniform. And I don't know, I saw a couple calls in the last, at the last part of that game that I felt like they just wanted Tom to win. So they're just like, whatever, we're just going to let Tom. They didn't go as far to like make sure Tom had the ball at the end, but they did make sure that Tom kept the ball at the end. Brad, so, Brad, I, mean, I this actually, is a conspiracy I think theory. I think your conspiracy theory, if it was right, let's put it this way. I think you're right to the point that they wanted him in the Super Bowl. Yes. And Mahomes? They wanted him in the Super Bowl. Okay. Now, they want they, would they want like the transition to Mahomes. Mahomes to win. They're ready to move on. Okay. Yes. But let's see. That was the only thing I was worried about. Because if Super you watch the end of that game, I shit you not, oh, I they, it all. they let yeah. everything play. They were fucking grabbing yeah. jerseys, and then doing they, this, doing this. Yeah. Yeah. And then they called that yeah. PI, which was the passing sealers, and that was it. Yeah, yeah, Just they could have given the ball back to him. Yeah, I mean that's not guaranteeing that Rogers would have won, but they wanted to make sure. Yeah. So that well, was a, a sure. famous um, Tom Brady call, in my opinion. But think about this, Brad. Is is he such a shiny piece for them? Uh, like they, yes, they they've wrote, ridden his back this whole time. But wouldn't they just love to just go ahead and move on and be off of him? You know, the, the whole deflate gate thing, like, they would like to move on. So I, I, if it's going to be a conspiracy type I theory, I, I actually lean heavier. Oh, I think I'm telling you, like, I know deflate they went to gate fucking lawsuits and shit over that. Brad, they went to lawsuits and shit over that. They're, 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 they don't like that. Yeah, but I mean, I, so many quarterbacks have done it. They've came out and said it. Trent Dilfer said he did it. Brad Johnson said he did it. And I'm like, in the Super yeah, Bowl, too. That, but regardless of that, 
the whole aftermath of, of deflate gate and having yeah. to go to court and the, the way he made the league look through all of that, like they had to go through that whole fucking legal battle literally for like a year over it. Like, yeah, they, they're not happy with that portion of it. Right? Yeah. They don't, they don't like that. There's, there's some animosity towards a little bit of fucking Brady from the NFL perspective. I would think if if you so want to go conspiracy factors. He might be handsome, but I think they're ready to say Pat Mahomes and and that other red uniform. Let's use let's let's go with that guy, the young guy. Yeah. You're wearing red right now. Yeah. <laughs> that looks. That look. Oh, I forget. You're like a somewhat Tampa Bay fan. Yeah, Jay brought that up. Kinda. Like, you rooting for Tampa Bay, and actually, uh, when they drafted Kyler Murray. I was actually, because yeah. I was like 50-50 split there. I mean, Tampa hadn't done shit. Crab legs. You know, I was happy. I was actually happy they drafted crab legs when they did. And, <clears throat> yeah, nothing really happened with that. So, Tampa, I, I, I was happy they got Bruce. I thought that was a great hire for them. But, you know, being back here in Arizona, Arizona making, you know, good moves after good moves. You know, it went from 50-50, 60-40. And at one point, I just said, you know what, I'm I'm back to being an Arizona fan. I do root for Tampa, but Arizona's my team, and at so this point... So are you point, rooting for Tampa? Well, are you rooting I for like Tampa Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I like Patrick Mahomes, too. I like watching yeah, him. I like Kelsey, man. I like Hill. I like Andy Reid. Hey, you brought him... I know. I, I, that's the I, thing. is like me, I, I like their pieces. Dude, Matthew, that, I all like of them Chris are great Jones, people. Man. Chris Jones, he's a good guy, man. Like they're yeah. they're fucking, I don't know, they're champions. I I I have a feeling they're going to repeat. So you know, I knocked on wood. Let's see what happens. Uh, real quick, you mentioned crab legs. I when we were doing the coaching carousel, I forgot. Um, Sean Payton sounds like he's kind of leaning towards uh, bringing back both Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill next year, and having those guys be his quarterbacks. Yeah. Committee. Committee. The committee, you called yeah. it. Yeah, called yeah. It, well, man. me and me and Sean have been talking for some time, so this is new news. Call, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were a secret advisor to the New Orleans Saints. Wow. Well, I mean, you know, you go to a Christmas dinner at his house. You got to invite him to your house, and then all of a sudden you're texting back and forth. <laughs> right, that's good, <laughs> man. All right, man. Well, uh, let's close this fucker out, man. I think we hit it all up. I don't know if you got any closing thoughts on the Super Bowl, though. Uh. Yeah, I think the the one prop bet you said, you people have to jump on that. And uh, which one? I, I forgot it already. I'm so stoned. Oh, the, oh, the 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 two and a half players throwing the ball. No, 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 no. Oh, earlier, earlier yeah, today, earlier. I told you. Uh, the you like the over under of um, mentioning the Patriots twice. Yes, yes, that's the one you like. Yes. So if they mention the Patriots. Twice. The odds are creeping up on that, Brad, actually. I need to take that already. It's okay, so I, I want some clarification on that, and you might want to, too. Do they actually have yeah. to say the word Patriots? Yes, they will have to say the word Patriots, yes. Okay. I still like it. but So I got over two times, so Pat's mentioned over two times. It's at minus 165 right now, and creeping. Because it was at like minus 145 or so when it started. And I think, I don't know, me, in my opinion, I would think the, the combo of Jim Nance and Tony Romo are going to mention the Patriots at least twice. I, I said at, at minimum, I think that's going to be a push. I think Tony Romo, if the over-under was on Tony Romo alone for two and a half, I'd still take the over. Tony Romo Here's is a guy I... that talks about one thing and likes to like reiterate the same point about the same thing. So if he talks about the Wait. Patriots one time, he'll mention it twice. But what about it? Okay, the only thing I've thought about is that they might say Patriots and Belichick one time each, and, and instead of like because they they have a Belichick one too, it's at one and a half. <laughs> I like the Patriots because they'll start like talking the about the Super too. Bowls that Brady's His won career, seven yeah. with the Patriots when the Patriots faced the Falcons yeah. or when the Patriots yeah. did this. Tom Brady did had this, yes. uh, so so many years with the Patriots. 
Uh, I agree. I, I definitely I just, agree. I'm gonna Tony probably. Tony Romo <laughs> is a guy with old facts and all fucking yeah. ro- all his stats are from the Patriots. All, all of Tony Romo, all of Tony Romo's frame of references would be Tom Brady Patriots. Tom Brady Patriots. Yeah, and he's gonna want to be yeah. clarified that he's talking about Tom Brady on the Patriots and not Tom Brady now. Well, and get this, Brad. They'll they'll probably mention Tom Brady when he was with the Patriots and they faced Kansas City in the AFC Championship game. Like they're gonna say it. <laughs> they're gonna say that shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that one. I like that one a lot. Maybe I should place that tonight. Yeah. <laughs> All right, dude. Yeah, let's close this thing out. Um, glad you guys could be with us here on the podcast. If you could give us a fucking review, a rating. Definitely that subscribe button. Um, and enjoy the Super Bowl, man. I, I hope you guys enjoy it safely and enjoy. Have fun. Great game to watch. We got we got a good one this year, man. Uh, we, we got lucky, right? Yeah. yeah. It's nice. <laughs> it's nice. It's so nice. <laughs> enjoy. Enjoy, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. And uh, we missed you, Mark. And... Maybe we'll be back again. I think uh, we'll get together if there's any news popping in this quarterback carousel and maybe around the NFL draft time or so. And maybe I come back for a little chat and we all have yeah. a good time. Ah, Dimitri, yeah, uh, we miss you, man. Look for something to uh, look forward to. Yes, sir. All right, we'll close it out. Later. Talking about that finger licking shit.